starts, or once it's over, I should say. Here we go. have to rewrite the lyrics to that song. I have to be a Judahite. A Jew I cannot be. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, we get such fascinating clues from the outside world. It's wonderful. All right, we are on with Brother Rick, and uh, we're going to be discussing the Abrahamic Covenants, and I think this is going to be a multi-part series because the church is simply confabulate, uh, distort, and in, in many cases, utterly destroy the true nature of the covenant message going from, uh, well, well, from Abraham, the, those covenants made with Abraham, and his direct descendants. I, I, I can't think, Rick, Brother Rick, uh, are there any covenants besides the rainbow covenant made by Noah with the planet that is to everybody on the planet, or are they all exclusive to Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob? Uh, a quick question for you. Uh, there are numerous uh, covenants uh, actually being made in there, including one with Phinehas, and, and the one you made mention with the rainbow, it has nothing to do with homosexuality. No. The transgenders are so disappointed, and so are the Jews, for that matter. Let them, let them be disappointed. <laughs> let them be disappointed. There you go. All right. So uh, I had uh, queued up uh, verses. And we'll we'll probably get to all of those covenants. And as I recall, my reading of the scriptures is that that's the only one. That's really the only one, the rainbow covenant, which is made with all of, quote unquote, mankind. And uh, all the rest of them come later. And they're made with Abraham and his descendants exclusively. So actually, I have to go into our chat area where I gave you those verses, and uh, maybe uh, you can quickly refresh my memory. Genesis 12? Genesis 12, 1, 2, 3, I believe it is. I don't have it uh, on on my list either. Okay, yeah. The next one was in 15, I believe, and the next one was 17, I believe. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so let's start with Genesis 12, 1 through 3. And this is the famous uh, set of verses that the Jews claim is about them and about them exclusively. This is, of course, Pharisaic nonsense because, well, we'll find out. Let's see if the uh, the word Jew is even mentioned in Genesis 12, 1 through 3. So let me go there real quick. And Let me ask you a question. Yeah. We do agree that this is an exclusive covenant. Absolutely. Absolutely. No. This is one of the most exclusive covenants made ever. Right. Yeah, and, right. Uh, a lot of people want to latch on to it, and uh, they're just not included. 
other portions in your our scriptures expose this fact as clear as day and uh, the church world obviously being universalist minded yes. uh they they are never going to be able to accept it because it would mean the closure of all of their synagogues of satan that's right there are seminaries of Satan as well, right? <laughs> That's correct. <laughs> right? Cemeteries. Okay. Yes. Yeah, yes, verse 1. Now Yahweh had said unto Abraham, Get thee out of thy country, and from thy kindred, and from thy father's house, unto a land that I will show thee. So we probably should set a little context here. Abram's father, which I believe was Nahor, if I'm not mistaken, Maybe uh, one of his brothers, uh, I'd have to check the genealogy. But anyway, Abram's father was a a pagan. He was a pagan. He was a Chaldean pagan. And Yahweh instructed Abram, get away from these people, from your father and from these pagans. I'm going to send you to a place where I will make covenants with you and you will obey my law and you will be the representative of me on planet Earth, and, of course, your descendants, likewise. Okay, is that fair enough? Absolutely. Okay. Verse 2, And I will make of thee a great nation, and I will bless thee, and make thy name great, and thou shalt be a blessing. So, let me ask you, if this is about Jews... When, if ever, have the Jews been a blessing to any nation? Uh, they've always been a parasitic uh, curse to them. And yes. matter of fact, in some of their literature, they actually admit that. Yeah, right. uh, I'll, I'll, I'll also point out another little tidbit on this particular passage. You'll take a look at it. It says, I, I will make of thee a great goyim. <laughs> and of course, what do they want to call everybody that's uh, not right. a quote unquote Jew? Right. So uh, you know, I'm not ashamed of the term. So <laughs> I know what it means, and I know who it applies to. So no, uh, and and know what it applies to. So I, I'm yeah, very content yeah. with uh, being labeled uh, what they want to uh, make into a dirty term. But anyway. well, yeah, you know, it's very interesting because uh, Michael and I did part three of the. Uh, the document by uh, Kennedy, and you and I did part two of it last week, where Arnold Kennedy is very, very confused about the term Jew. He actually believes that the Old Testament Judahites should be called Jews. And, you know, we here at Eurofolk Radio have said, no, no, that causes too much confusion because you're using one word, namely Jew, to apply to a racially pure group of people called Judahites, and then applying the same word to the motley crew of mixed race, uh, what, what would you, what's the general term, mixed race <laughs> reprobates, for lack of a better term, who are... Children fact, of the devil. That's children, the yes. I would rather use. Yeah, yeah they, right. They're automatically, by default, a mongrel is a... Uh, not yeah. in line with Yahweh's creation yeah. process, and therefore they are automatically right. uh, a, an, an attack. They're a weapon yeah. Yeah. To, of destruction of the chosen race. The, cho yes. the race, by the way, that was created in the image of Yahweh. Never forget yeah. that. It yes. is superior. Case, case closed. Yeah, yeah. And so they have impersonated us since the days of John Hyrcanus, Herod, Antipater, and you know the uh, the occupation of Judah by Edomites and the Romans 
in the 100 years before Christ and a great period of the time after Christ, when, of course, uh, Yahshua, sorry, Messiah, Yahshua Messiah. And the, uh, the, the reality is that these people never were part of the tribe of Judah or the house of Judah. So you cannot put an equal sign between Jew and Judah. That's right? absolutely correct. Now, right. I will share this particular point. The first place in a King James translation where the term is erroneously used, mm-hmm. Jews, is uh, you'll find that they are at war with Israel. Jews right. are at war with Israel. Yeah. It is actually talking about the house of Judah uh, and the uh, northern kingdom being at war. But the bottom line is it's a misuse of the term, to say the least. Yes, yes. Well, it's very interesting because the word Jew is not always substituted for Judah in the Old Testament. It's only done there occasionally. Okay. Correct. Which, uh, you know, there is a principle in psychology which is called, oh, I have to go back to my education at the University of Illinois 40, 50 years ago. It's partial reinforcement. Partial reinforcement. It turns out that if you use partial reinforcement instead of constant reinforcement, the it actually works better. It uh, You can brainwash people more effectively by using partial reinforcement than by total reinforcement. In other words, if you replace the word Judah with Jew every single time, then it doesn't work as effectively as partial, only part of the time. Okay, so the Jews being children of Satan are the master psychologists. They know what they're doing. Absolutely. They they also did this on the uh, Tetragrammaton and and other names being mixed and mingled and changing it here, but not changing it there, etc. And as a matter of fact, that actual issue may very well come up if we get to the one of the other passages you referenced to me that you were going to cover. Uh, And so we'll maybe I'll mention it there. Yeah, right. yeah. Uh, a Judahite nimble horse says they're Judahites. <laughs> <laughs> right? That's a good term because it combines the two, as the word Idumea is the combination of Judea and well, sorry, Judah and Idumea. It takes the first syllable of the one and the last syllable of the second and combines it into a combination, which is a polyglot motley crew country. It's not, and 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 this is, I, I think, the good explanation for why Yahshua says, "I did not come, but unto the lost sheep of the house of Israel. I did not come for Judea." Uh, yeah, they, get, okay. they got their teeth grinding on that one. I tell you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he had no intention of of uh, salvaging <laughs> any Idumeans, right? That's correct. Judahites, yes, but not Idumeans, okay? So again, That's what the seventy weeks prophecy uh, I, I contend is partly about the 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 end or the destruction of uh, certain elements there. Uh, if we took took a look at uh, Daniel chapter uh, yeah. nine, there with the, the seventy weeks prophecy, it's it's dealing with the close of a particular period uh, for for this uh, cursed place that had become miscegenated, right? And uh, you had uh, abominations in the temple. Uh, that are not supposed to be there, et cetera. And so right. uh, this process of interpretation is it, it touches yes. on to the very subject you're dealing with here about, well, what's a Jew and what's an, what's what's this other stuff? So Right, yeah. So I'm actually going to uh, flip to my KGV Plus because that way I can check uh, check out words 
you know, in the concordance as they come up. And as your point, well, well taken, where the Jews uh, and the Israelites are referred to as goyim in the That's Old correct. Testament. Okay, but the there's Jews... other passages. So, for example, where oh, uh, where it is made the promise that uh, Israel was going to become a multitude of right goyim. nations. It's goyim. <laughs> yeah, when right. You're, when you're when you're dealing with uh, the other passage where uh, Rebecca is told that she has uh, two nations in thy womb, it's goyim. So right. Jacob is identified as a goyim. Yeah. So, so this here notion of trying to turn goyim into an enemy word, it, mm-hmm. it, and while I'm not saying that in every case that it is, it's not necessarily a, a, uh, a friend depicting a, a friend. That's correct. It it, it can be both, but it, have, make no mistake. True Israel is identified as goyim plenty right. of times. Yeah, and but the Jews have trained our people and virtually every theologian on the planet to assume that the word Gentile is a non-Jew. That's right. Is that and, pop- uh, There's some a- of those changes in dictionaries. and <laughs> Right. And, you know, I'll just play, play, say it this way. It's the vomit that they're vomiting into the text and into the dictionaries and into the encyclopedias and definitely into the clergy uh, the, or the bell preachers that stand in the pulpits today. And they just eat it up and they just they vomit right. it out for the, the crowd to eat. You have to separate just yourself from this type of yes, thing, yeah. people, or you're just going to remain in yeah. your ignorance and ultimately be damned along with them. Right. Separate yourself or you're going to get it. Let's say it that way. Well, yeah, Paul says in Second Thessalonians 2, if you do not have a love for the truth... You're you're bound to be damned, right? That's yeah. correct. Okay. Absolutely. So you have that, to. Re- by the way, that universalism gospel that is being taught in all these places, Paul said, if anyone teaches another gospel, let them be accursed. Do there you, you think go. he's sitting there talking about everyone practically in these universalist churches? Absolutely. Oh, absolutely. They're under a curse. They're going to be damned. You must separate yourself from it yeah, yeah. if you expect the spirit of Yahweh to come upon you and and guide and direct you out of out of such filth right. and out of such misunderstandings some power some force must lift the scales off their eyes before they can possibly number one know who they really are if they are israelites and most of these people are in fact israelites and number two you have to have a love for the truth and didn't yashua say no one comes to me except the father draw him absolutely i have no doubt that's why i specify i always specify that the remnant of israel will win this Yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we're I, I now. didn't say all of Israel. No. <laughs> I said the remnant <laughs> right. of Israel. And yeah. by the way, when you, some people might use that passage, uh, well, all of Israel shall be saved, it says. Well, yeah, but uh, the problem with that is he's talking about the elect of right. Yahweh. Right. And that's, right. that's the Israelite he is referring to. Right. We, had, we came across that this morning on Bloodlines with Arnold Kennedy, and he made a distinction between sperma in the Greek which is a literal flesh and blood son and or daughter because the sperma is the seed of Israel and cannot be a reference of any other seed except the seed of Israel. And the word technon, which can be used figuratively as a son of Yahweh. Okay, but it also means a literal son of Israel as well, a literal child of Israel as well. But it also has the figurative meaning of a son of Yahweh, okay, spiritually, figuratively speaking. 
So maybe that pertains also to that verse where, where Paul says, not all Israel is Israel. I have always assumed that what he meant was that, well, not every Israelite in Judea accepted Yahshua as his Savior, his Lamb of God. Why? Because they wanted to continue practicing circumcision and all the rituals and oblations. They didn't want to give that up. Yeah, well, my contention on that passage you make mention of, it's, it's the whole section there, uh, Romans chapter 9 there, is uh, to me the most racially minded, oh. I'll say it that way instead of racist. Yes. Yes. Uh, <laughs> it's the most racially minded chapter in the Bible, practically speaking. And in that verse, that particular verse, I contend it is uh, not all of Israel is of Israel. It's, I contend it really means that not all of physical genetic stock Israel is of the Israel of Yahweh. Okay. It's not uh, not every Israelite is yeah. of the remnant, and why would okay. I say that? Well, because by the end of the chapter, that's exactly what he's telling us again. It's re- he just repeats himself, and so uh, there there's some of that structure coming out within a chapter that he right. starts off explaining things, and then by the end of the chapter, he basically repeats himself. Yes. But oh yeah. Anyway. Yeah, yeah, because he he says, "I am an Israelite of the tribe of Benjamin." Deal with it. <laughs> I am a literal. Right. I am a literal sperma. Yeah, and, and none of that. But it, this here chapter, where you're even touching on, notice he says, "Get get you away from your uh, from thy kindred and from thy father's house and etc." So he he's making this into a man. He's making him independent. He's, right. he's uh, bringing out that rulership element that Yahweh has instilled in any man. It should be. Right. And uh, but keep in mind as we go on down. Uh, he's going to be looking for a, uh, a, a, a a wife for his children and such. Guess where he sends them to? Right. Yeah. He, he, this guy, Abraham, is a racist, folks. That's right. Don't, don't, don't think he's not. He, he was even in Chaldea, but uh, his dad was nevertheless a pagan, and he worshipped idols. So That's right. That's why he always said, get, get thee away from this accursed house. That's right. <laughs> right? Because it was. is a pagan house, right? And That's so, right. and then, oh, by the way, I just quickly want to mention to everybody, the uh, it's apparently the case that Mamre, where Abram actually had an altar, has been found. It has been dated back to 2000 B.C. I put the video up on your folk radio. Please. Check it out, because the Bible is true, and every Jew is a liar. But we're not even done with verse 2 here, because I will make of thee a great nation. That's goyim, right? That's <laughs> right. Yeah, right. <laughs> but no, the Jews say, we are Israel, and everybody else is a goy. Hardly, folks. Right That's here. Correct. Look at the number. It's uh, the 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6. Eighth word of Genesis 12, 2, the Hebrew word is goy. I will make of thee a great goy. So it's telling us here that Abraham is a goy. (laughs) How is it possible that the word goy could be redefined by the Masoretic Jews to mean non-Israelite? How is that possible? What type, what type of trickery had to happen before our people could be convinced of this lie? 
Lots of trickery. <laughs> Again. <laughs> You're at a loss for words. <laughs> oh, well, I, I, I keep using the same word with this kind of vulgar. But, but it's vomit. They <laughs> yeah, keep right. vomiting into the text and into, into yes. the dictionaries, et cetera, and everybody keeps eating it. you got to stop. Right. You're, gonna, you're being words. poisoned. It's killing you. Yeah, it's, uh, it's a technical <laughs> word is redefinition, <laughs> right? Yeah, They, they give us false definitions of words. And right here, I'll quote it from Strong's Concordance. Goy, same root as 1465. I should actually look at that as well. Anyway, in the sense of massing, that is a people or a nation. Then they insert the word a foreign nation. Now, is it possible that Abraham could be foreign to himself? I don't. I, no, I don't see how you can be foreign to yourself. No, but he can't uh, be foreign to his own location, people. Location-wise, right. you can move, but <laughs> yeah. Well, that's a place. A, a nation is a people. It's That's not a correct. place. Israel is a people, not a place. It's not that stinking little uh, abomination of desolation in the Middle East. That's not Israel, folks. They chose that name, by the way, only a day or two before it was founded by the Jewen. They they were going to call it Judea, but at the very last minute they changed it to Israel. The better to fool us with, don't you know? Okay? So this idea, this insertion of the word foreign is a Jewish insertion. It's a Masoretic insertion, and Strong ate it. He ate it, okay? Hence, a Gentile. But even the word Gentile, which comes from the Greek ethnos, simply means nation. You cannot tell which, if it's a foreign nation or a kindred nation, from just this definition. You have to look at the context to find out. Okay. Can I say yeah. one other thing yeah. about uh, just a little warning about uh, Strong's? Okay. Uh, J- James Strong's. Now I use his lexicons to, and 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 such. Uh, keep in mind, though, it is a Hebrew Chaldee lexicon. So right. you're talking about Babylonian Hebrew Chaldee. That's right. why it's sort of joined together. They're saying about the same thing. But uh, just keep in mind that. Uh, James Strong is identified in certain circles as being uh, affiliated with Rosicrucianism. Ooh. Uh, Rosicrucianism is just a, another side variant of uh, entertainment, if you will. Yeah. Uh, or ed- education. Uh, what do they call it? What's the term? Yeah, uh, Freemasonry. Freemasonry. Freemasonry yeah. is, is, yeah. is close enough because it is. Yeah. And it, all that is controlled by Jews. That's all right. of it is controlled by Jews. And right. so uh, <clears throat> when you. Are looking at the Strong's Concordance. Just maybe you might want to uh, double back and look at some others uh, as right. well to have confirmation of, of certain terms, especially yeah. if it's an extremely important point you're trying to justify or trying to defend. Also, another thing, just uh, as a, another warning, like I use eSword for example. Yeah. Uh, you yeah. might find this uh, on other electronic devices uh, or platforms that are on the internet, but many times the electronic forms of these lexicons do not give you everything that is in the printed form of these yes. publications. Right. So just keep that in mind. And it, there's one or two instances where I've sound, found that the Im- very important point was left off of the electronic form that is in the, the printed form. So if you're really going to do serious research, I really strongly suggest you be using the the printed form of these uh, publications. 
Right. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And in addition, I, whenever Strong's doesn't satisfy me, which is becoming more and more often, because that's a horrible definition, I've, I switched to the Brown Driver Briggs and the Brown Driver Briggs Gesenius, which don't, ha- don't have all this tampering that, uh, you know, that Strong's does. Okay. Yes. So, mm-hmm. so, so these words, Gentile and Jew, have been redefined for us by the Masoretes in the translation from their Masoretic redaction into the King James Version and other versions. Okay? That's why we cannot trust the King James. We simply cannot, because it accepts these false translations of the Masoretes and uh, just runs with them. You know, the baton, the Masoretes handed the baton to King James, and he ran with it, and every follower of King James since has run with it. I'll tell you another thing on that particular thing concerning concerning the King James. Some of the King James translators are people who were involved uh, deeply into the process, they actually a couple of them actually wrote books. One of them specifically tells you, tells you where the term Jehovah comes from, for example, right. and why they put in the Lord instead of the Tetragrammaton. The Jews were sitting there behind the scenes telling them, "Oh well, you know, yeah. we shouldn't let the people name, use the name, and right. so let's put this in there instead." And they gullibly uh, yep. swallowed it hook, line, and sinker. So right. be very aware of these problems. Well, I think there's a twofold reason for that, and that's an excellent point, uh, brother. It's an excellent point, brother Rick, because number one, the Jews, the Masoretes, had the only surviving Hebrew text at the time, and so nobody else could refer to anything else except the Masoretic text, which was a redacted text. And plus, because they read Hebrew, that is the Jews, read Hebrew, and a lot of these translators didn't, although Martin Luther was able to read Hebrew. That's why he turned against the Jews, because he actually read the Talmud, right? He was utterly disgusted by that vomit. That word vomit is becoming frequent here today, (laughs) right? And so... And so he he had a glimmering of who the Jews were, are, and he utterly turned against them, which, of course, the KJV Translation Committee didn't. Because why? Because King James was not interested in having a correct translation. He was interested, interested in having the Anglican Church, with him as its overarching ruler, dominate the earth, right? Well, there's a reason why it says the authorized version. That's right, authorized. <laughs> and uh, he was opposed to the Geneva Bible, which was composed by people he would have burned at the stake had they not left England and gone to Geneva. These people were Congregationalists who said, no, I don't want the Catholic version. I don't want the Anglican version. I can read it for myself. And King James is a tyrant. Thank you very much. He's, he's more than that. From if if you can read the uh, beginning of the uh, the new publication of the Geneva Bible, uh, they they have some details in there that are uh, uh, disgusting. I won't even oh, really? read them here. <laughs> it's, is it the transsexual stuff? Oh <laughs> uh, well, bestiality and other things. Oh really? As well, so. yeah. Well, that happens when you get bored. <laughs> What is it? What is it? Uh, you, how? Well, I don't even want to say it. It's just yeah. disgusting. But anyway. Yeah, it is. It's totally disgusting. <laughs> okay, so we see here in Genesis twelve two that uh, now we haven't really even gotten to the prophecies, but it says, "I will bless thee and make thy name great." Okay, 
which has the name of the Jew been ever been great? Have you know? Uh, let me uh, let me preface it. Throughout the world, very few people have really paid attention to the Jew until the Jew has invaded their country, right? So That's is right. that is that having an, a great name or an accursed name? Uh, they are a curse. Uh, even the New Testament says they are a, a, a curse to most of these. But what's the passage? Uh, what's the wording that uh, Paul uses regarding that? They are a. Uh, I don't remember the wording now off the top of my head, but uh, yeah. yeah, they they they're basically a curse to everybody yeah, because you're not talking oh. about the Yehudite of the lineage of Jacob. Right. You're talking about a mongrel that has adopted yeah. a name. Yeah, uh, are you and, referring and, to the vessel fit for destruction? That passage. Or a different one? Uh, no. Uh, okay, we'll find it. Contrary, Some... contrary to oh, all men. There you go. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And, and there's no way they can be fr- your friend. But That's unfortunately, correct. our people believe the Jews are our friend. That's why they keep sending their money down that rat hole <laughs> called the abomination like... of desolation. That's right. Right, right. You know, another and, another thing about the, the modern Edomite a mongrel, child of the devil, uh, just keep in mind, the promise was that Israel would become a multitude of nations. Can anybody amen. show me where their multitude of nations is at? Yeah, where, can, where can, are any, can, any, can anyone tell me where the, the throne yeah. of David is at within the scope of Judaism? Right. Yeah, where, can anyone tell me that where these blessings that we're even speaking of right here in, in chapter 12 that, that was going to come forth as part of Abraham. Where are they at? Well, mm-hmm. I will tell you, say this just flat out. I contend that a lot of these blessings that is actually this promise uh, is speaking about is actually manifesting what, what becomes known as Western civilization, yeah. which has That's brought tremendous blessing upon all the world. That's and right. yet, guess what? They want to destroy. They want to destroy Western civilization. They want to destroy the white race. And there's one reason really the real reason is this, not so they can claim it, but to keep from being destroyed themselves because the promise yeah. is we win this yeah. and they know it. Obadiah. And that's why they have to masquerade and pretend to be us. Obadiah, right. Jo- Joseph shall be a flame, Judah shall be a fire, Absolutely. and the Edomites will be toast, folks. They will be that's toast. Right. Let's okay? believe the promises, people. Believe okay. them. We're going to win this. Right. In fact, it was oh Thomas Paine. Thomas Paine had a big argument with Samuel Adams, and he said, I have trouble with this Bible because I don't see where the Jews have fulfilled any of these great blessings and promises, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right? Would you, explain, <laughs> yeah. Would you That's explain about, to me? That is about as clear and plain as you can get yeah, it. Yeah, right. And, but, uh, it's and a says, fact as if there ever was a fact. <laughs> right. And Samuel Adams says, well, let's not talk about that. We'll figure that out later. <laughs> right? <laughs> right? And here we and are. We, and we are going to. Yes. This, understanding this message you're talking about today, while there might be, not be a whole lot of people, there is a growing force and growing understanding of these things. And right. people, you need to spread this message. You need to send Amen. links to this broadcast. You need to send uh, this message to your friends and your relatives. Oh, they're going to despise me and hate me. Well, then let them despise and hate yeah. you for a little while. But you never know. Know that you're going to plant that seed, and it, going, it's, it, it has the potential to grow. It will never grow if you don't plant it, right. though. Well, if the devil loves you, there's a problem. <laughs> You've got that's a correct. serious problem. We're folks. at war. <laughs> yeah, that's We're right. War. So, blessing. And by the way, fellowshipping with the enemy or oh. aiding and abetting the enemy is you're just as much. If you're an Israelite and you're aiding and abetting the enemy, you better watch out. You're just as yes. much my enemy yes. as the be, modern Edomite Jew. Oh, be not unequally yoked with unbelievers. Correct. You cannot be more 
yoked, yoked with unbelievers than with a Jew, folks. It won't get any worse than that. At least a, a white nationalist you can get along with if you tell them that the Jews are evil. They say, oh, you, you understand. Well, you, I understand, <laughs> but you need to understand more, Mr. White Nationalist, Mr. White Pagan. That's right. Yeah, you, That's you right. still have a lot to learn, okay? So yeah. blessing here is H1293, and it means basically prosperity, okay? And, and the house of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob have been totally, I mean, uh, you just brought up, we have blessed the world with all kinds of inventions, agriculture, railroads, flight. Absolutely. At, you know, there, yes. There's no end to the blessings that our race, we, the descendants of Abraham and Isaac and Jacob, have bestowed upon the world. And they hate us for it. Absolutely. Okay. They, they absolutely. They, and they, they, that's the reason. Uh, let me Give me some evidence, proof of that. Well, just go read your FBI statistics. 13% <laughs> of our population is, right. is causing 55% of the crime rate. Yeah. Or, or maybe you want to get it more precise. About 6 or 7% of that black community right. is causing like 80 to 90% of the violent crime in this country. Oh, but brother, don't be such a racist. Yeah. What's wrong with you? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Go up there to your pastor who wants you to invite yeah. that black dude to church with you. Why don't you go up there and just slap him one of these days? See what yeah, happens. Maybe and let him sense. know what you, what you just heard on this radio. Right. This broadcast. Right. Yeah, Absolutely. yeah. Yeah, the, the gospel has been so distorted you know, by the Judeos as badly as the Old Testament has been distorted by the Jews that they are unrecognizable. But it was prophesied that this would happen. The great apostasy, right. we're in the midst of it. Very, it's very a fulfillment few. of prophecy, brother, and that's why mm. this this becomes when you know these things, the Bible becomes so real to you <laughs> that the, that it actually becomes like a living word. It is, and I, that's not just a a uh, you know a little paraphrase of let's praise the Bible type of thing. I'm just telling you, it you it becomes. Uh, ingrained in your psyche, in your thought, and in the, in the very actions you're going to take in life, and etc. Because it is real. You know that the prophecies are real. Therefore, yes. you can take full courage and full understanding that to believe those future prophecies where, like you referenced just a little while ago out of Obadiah, where uh, we know who's going to be the burners and we're going to know and who's going to yeah. be the burned. That's right. That's right. If I if I <laughs> if you got the cotton, I got the match. <laughs> right? yeah. Here we go. That's fire starter, folks. <laughs> if you yep, for those that's, so that's you, right. in, who do camping, right? So, oh, Feast of Tabernacles is getting ready to happen, bro. It's getting ready to happen, Mo. So keep your fire starter handy, Jacob <laughs> and Israel and Judah and Joseph. Keep it handy, folks. So that word blessing, of course, our people have blessed the word primarily through agriculture, inventions, and government. You know, talk about uh, honest government. The reason we don't have honest government today is because the Jews have taken over America and Europe and the rest of the world. That's right. And not only them, but uh, we've uh, tr entrusted ourselves to this, this vermin uh, of the church world. And uh, who are nothing but agents for the, the, the Jew themselves at, at times. And so right. we have all this uh, cursed process of interpretation. Oh, leave the border open, brother. We're supposed to be a <laughs> benevolent country. Well, but wait a minute. What, what about the part where it says you're supposed to, when Yahweh has blessed you with some land, you're supposed to drive the inhabitants out or kill them off? What about right. that part? 
Yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, there ain't no such thing as a trail of tears in my mind, people. Yeah, Don't yeah. forget it. I, I, I have no tear shed for that. I, yeah. I, Andrew Jackson was part of that, by the way. I, I tend to like the dude. Yeah, right. Well, the, the Rothschilds tried to assassinate him. That's right? correct. Yeah, because I, I will rout you out. And by the That's Lord right. God, as he said, <laughs> I will rout you out. And I, he got rid of that international banking system yes, for a little while. For a little while. Yeah, for a little while. And, yeah. and, of course, the international banking system run by the Rothschilds has assassinated virtually every one of our politicians who has been assassinated. Right? And that was true in Russia as well. Okay? Old Hickory, Yes. Old Hickory, uh, man of my own heart. <laughs> right? right. <laughs> yes. Okay. Yeah, so uh, we, we see these terms bandied about by the Judeo church world, and I think they are even more inventive than the Jews in distorting the Bible than the Jews are. Well, for one thing, they say we have these New Testament Christians who say, well, the Old Testament has been done away with. That doesn't matter to us. That's for the Jews. The New Testament is for us. What do you say to that? Mm, I say, well, Paul has something to slap in their face. It's, he's the one, Paul is the one that actually told me that we're still responsible for observing Yahweh's laws and judgments. So you come over there to Romans chapter, let's say, uh, Romans chapter 3, about verse, starting about verse 19. How, how is it that the law of Yahweh is what shuts the mouth and finds the world guilty before Yahweh if right. it's done away, people? Mm-hmm. Yeah. How, did, how, does it, uh, how does it, you go over to uh, 1 Timothy chapter 1, about 8 through 11, tells you specifically that, uh, uh, that uh, anything contrary to sound doctrine Right, it's going to be against the law of Yahweh. How is it possible that uh, the? Uh, and then he goes on and tells you that it that this message is part of his gospel. Right, Paul's gospel <laughs> included the law of Yahweh. How come the modern day church world gospel does not include the law of Yahweh? This is the real reason. You've got these uh, children of the devil vomiting into the text and vomiting ideas into the clergy, okay? And right. what the law promises, actually, if Yahweh promised in more than one place, especially the Exodus 34, if you will obey these things, I'm going to kill your enemies all for you. Right. Now, why would, right. So why would this mongrel bastard children come in and right. want to alter such ideas? Well, they don't want you obeying Yahweh. They don't mm-hmm. want you calling on him. So they yes. put in false names. They put in false ideas. They put in false gospels, etc. All, all, all of it intended to right. destroy you. Yes. Like yes. the war started in Genesis 3.15. Right. It all goes back to that. You can actually... We're talking about in another uh, with uh, someone else the other day that uh, uh, the structure of how, how the Bible is structured and how it's written. Well, you've got a creation uh, and a and a uh, the dominion mandate granted to Adam, and then the you could just go right to Genesis three fifteen. The war starts, mm-hmm. and then uh, the structure of the whole Bible. You go to the very end of the book. The <laughs> war ends. Oh, but I guess sure hope who so. Wins it? <laughs> I can't wait for that day when the war ends. But we're still in the midst of it. In fact, it's heating up. It's heating up because Yahweh predicted that the world, this time the world would be destroyed by fire. And the Rothschilds and the Jew World Order and the World Economic Forum have kindled the fire themselves. Do you think 
it's possible that they will be scorched by the very fire they have started? Uh, actually, uh, I do kind of think that they are yeah, laying their own net. So the Bible right? talks about people who lay, lay the net to entrap you. Mm-hmm. Okay, now I, I don't think this is just a, a you know a fly by night conversation on, on this within your scriptures. I think he's kind of telling you to have confidence and faith. They will oh, set man. the net. They will set the platform down right. to entrap but. us. But something will happen, and it they, it's going to catch them. And well, I contend <laughs> that we're seeing at least the. the the uh, some of the stages of that it might have to do with when people come to realize that the Jew is behind the vaccine that got spread around the world. That's here. right. It might have to do with uh, how that they're going to set up a their pretended new world order or whatever their claims are going to be, and yet somehow or other, the right people get in charge of that that system that they've established, and yeah. we entrap them. So I don't know how it all is going to work out in detail, right. but I am just I just believe the promises. I hope everybody else in, that's hearing me will believe the promises because <laughs> Israel is going to win this, people. Have confidence in that. Right. Amen, amen, and amen. Well, uh, here, here also, was not Haman, the Amalekite, hung on the very gallows that he intended for Mordecai, the Benjamite. Absolutely. That's a great example. Didn't even come across my mind, but that's a great example where it sure does. Oh, man. Uh, I'm I'm buying rope as we speak. (laughs) (laughs) And by the way, I'm looking for my Queen Esther. (laughs) Not that I have to have her to to get into the kingdom, but it would be nice, right? Uh, well, hey, some... I, I've got somebody in mind. Uh, oh, we'll okay. Talk about that some other oh, time. <laughs> right. I'll get in my car, drive right over. <laughs> uh, you got a ways to go. It's actually yeah. Uh, yeah it's a thousand it's a miles. Anyway, it's a thousand miles. Yeah. Right. And gas prices are going up. <laughs> right. So anyway, thou shalt be a blessing, which means prosperity. It means all these things we've been talking about that only the Caucasian Israel race has produced on this planet. We've had people who copycat us and produce stuff like automatons, but we're the ones who, we're the inventor race, we're the builder race, we are the ones that have his, uh, the breath that was breathed into Adam and Eve in Genesis 2-7. Even though we only have it, not fully, but partially, we still have it, and nobody else does. No other race does. Okay. It will never be removed. It will, the, no. the, the blessing yeah. that y'all, this this blessing this this section of scripture you're dealing with right here, twelve, right. Uh, Genesis, uh, one through three, is uh, core to actually the victory. Right. It's just it's just a, oh, yeah. a, the it's like the icing on the cake, if you will, of yes. how this is going to manifest. It's going to manifest through this man's seed line, and he knew it. Right. That's why yes. he goes and uh, makes sure that his servants and such gets a uh, controls who his own lineage is being married into and et cetera. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. 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 And so let's get to verse three, which is extremely critical because the Jews claim to be the people to whom this blessing accrues. So let me just read the verse. And I will bless them that bless thee and curse him that curseth thee. And in thee shall all the families of the earth be blessed. Now to whom is this verse addressed, Brother Rick? Well, let's say the, those that are cursed, <laughs> I can guarantee you the Edomite Jew is some of them. <laughs> right, right. Guaranteed. Well, uh, it says, it's telling you right there. It goes, yeah. But why? Because they try to curse the ones that Yahweh has blessed. Right. 
Right. And they, they still do it to this day. But as far as uh, the uh, all the flamers of the earth shall be blessed, I, I, I contend uh, Israel has brought forth these blessings. Not because, listen, not because Israel was great or Israel was obedient or whatever, but before Yahweh's namesake, he says, in numerous That's places, right. I'm going to do this regardless. It's same thing goes on the throne of David. He never promised the throne of David was going to continue forever and have an heir of David sitting on it, and they be righteous and obedient. Right. And all. Right. He never said that. He didn't Maybe even two say or three. the rightful heir. <laughs> right. He just said it was going to have a continuation of the throne, and that the descendant of David was going to uh, continue on it. And that has happened. We know who the rightful heir of that throne is. His name is Yahshua. Yes, right. And he's so, going to get it. Yeah, so the Jews claim that they're the ones that we should be blessing because if we bless them, we will be blessed. And if we curse them, we will also be cursed. So a quick question. Have we been blessed by supporting the Israeli state? Not to the tune of the billions of dollars they send every year over right. there. And not only that, I could name off uh, uh, warfare where they have actually been uh, doing us damage. I mean, how many uh, uh, the how many of them are spies against right. us? Uh, and have stealing and selling our own technology. Somebody, somebody behind the scenes. I'll give you another weird one. This is another one. They lead the pack. Jews lead the pack in practically every form of mental illness. People. That's right. They they tell you this. It's not a secret. It and the problem with that is become becomes guess who they ends up being most of your serial killers in the world. That's right. And of course they'll they'll oh. go and so they got this white kid at Columbine or whatever going around shooting up all these people and they'll say, Look at this white boy doing this. Oh no, no, wait a minute. That's an Edomite mongrel child of the devil Jew. Right. But you ain't gonna hear that on your networks, are you? No, no, no. So it's a uh, curse. They're, we should absolutely. not even allow them in the land. Absolutely. We're supposed to keep them out because we're supposed to remain separate. Be ye therefore separate, Israel. Okay? But let me just quickly quote Zechariah 12.3, which states, And in that day I will make Jerusalem a burdensome stone for all people. All that burden themselves with it shall be cut in pieces. Though Hallelujah. all the people of the earth be gathered together against it. Now, now this this is a very interesting prophecy because we have let's let's take it literally. That let's see if it's the the literal city of Jerusalem where the Edomite Jews presently occupy. Okay, well we shouldn't be bothered about that stinking little country and that stinking little city called Jerusalem because it's been a burdensome stone. However. In the figurative usage, Jerusalem is Israel, or the kingdom, or Zion, okay? They have a lot of figurative uses of, of various words in the Bible. Absolutely. All right? And so, right. Yeah, and the whole world, Brother Rick, the Jews have arrayed the entire world against America and against uh, white uh, covenant Israel all over the planet, and that's what's happening. So this is a prophecy of the very, very end when those who the Jews have, and it's like Obadiah, those who the Jews have arrayed against us will be cut in pieces. Hallelujah. Absolutely. I love it. Uh, there's, a, there's a reason for Yahweh's blessing us uh, 
to be the most powerful militarily uh, nation on the planet. There's a reason for these things. I don't know how that's going to end up being used. Right. I, I don't know exactly how the economic strength of our nation is going to be used. However, I do know that Yahweh has provided. And uh, if you think our U.S. dollar is under uh, threat, uh, just keep in mind there's plenty of other nations out there that are under much more threat in this time. And right. so just keep in mind, Yahweh has blessed this nation and is going to right. continue to do so. I didn't say it's a righteous nation. No. But he, he's going to do this for his namesake, people. Think, can, you, can you think or, and see past the problems in the world? And that, if you can, then you'll see what's coming. It's something, it's somehow, some way. He's going to work this out. He's going to make this happen. Yes, yes. So the Jews claim the Genesis 12, 3, for themselves, and they totally disregard the fact that Abraham had more descendants besides Judah, you know, because they claim to be Judah, and the other uh, 11 tribes have totally disappeared into space or wherever. No, well, this is not about them, because number one, as you said earlier, millions. In fact, the promise to Rebekah, when she was uh, put on that donkey and sent to Isaac, her servants put her on that donkey and said, Be thou mother of thousands of millions. <laughs> that's a billion, folks. Billions. Billions. Yeah, How many billions of Jews are there? No, I, don't, I, I think no. they classify their own population globally as about, what, 20, 22 million, something like yeah, that? I don't even know million. if it's that high. Yeah, certainly not a billion and certainly not billions, okay? That's correct. So That's right. all these prophecies, none of them have been fulfilled by Jews, folks, only by our people. And, you know, what, what I told to the people in Ava last Saturday was all these prophecies, all these billions and billions of people can't be numbered like the stars in the skies or the sand of the sea. None of these verses can be applied to Jews because they have always been a small population in the earth. Always. Yes. Right? Why? Because they can't make everybody part of their conspiracy. They can't allow everybody to share in their usury. Therefore, they have to keep it a small population. And periodically, Brother Rick, they sacrifice their own to make a show of, oh, we Jews are so persecuted, right? <laughs> wake up folks wake up uh, folks yeah, yeah they, they, they're great at projection as it's called yes right that's a psychological term have you taken psychology courses too <laughs> I, i've right. read some psychology books okay. uh, including oh. some that were written by jews by the way oh anyway. yeah <laughs> they invent they inv sigmund fraud invented the yeah, genre. Yeah. <laughs> right okay <laughs> And they still practice it today. Absolutely. Oh, are, are deceived and silly people. Okay. So, okay. but let's stay here in Genesis 12 because there's a lot more terms here that we really need to cover with about nine minutes left. Yeah, persecuted. Yeah, we're the ones who are persecuted today. Not the hey, Jews. Hey, brother, I'm going to go run and see if I can pull up a passage. Uh, okay. It's going to take me about a minute or so, so I'll yeah, be right sure. back on it. So I'll just okay. uh, continue on Genesis 12. Yes, yes. Right, and uh, just one more comment. In these shall all the families of the earth, and the families is Mishpacha, Mishpacha, and I, real, I came across a photograph of Joe Biden's family. It was printed in Israel by the Times of Israel, 
and it showed all of the Jewish people that Biden's children have married into. You don't think America has been taken over by Jews? They're bragging about it, folks. Biden is one of their, well, he might as well be of their kindred because his children are. Just like Esau, right? Biden has married into the Edomites. Edomites. And so only through us has the world been blessed. This world would still be living in the Stone Age were it not for our people. Verse 4. So Abram departed as Yahweh had spoken unto him, and Lot went with him, and Abram was seventy and five years old when he departed out of Haran. Verse 5, And Abram took Sarai his wife, and Lot his brother's son, and all their substance that they had gathered, and the souls that they had gotten in Haran, and they went forth to go to the land of Canaan, and into the land of Canaan, they came. And Abram passed through the land unto the place of Sichem, unto the plain of Morah, and the Canaanite was then in the land. Okay, so the Canaanites were already there. Why? Because they were the sons of Canaan, son of Ham. So, yes, yes Canaan, but not all Hamites are Canaanites. Some Hamites uh, you know, went west across the face of the Mediterranean. Some of those people today are known as Berbers. Yes. And they have beautiful white skin, lovely blue eyes, blonde hair, and red hair. Those people actually speak a form of Gaelic, which can, by which they can converse with the Gaelic-speaking Irish and British. Just proof that we had a common language way back in those days, right? So, so yeah, go ahead. So you were looking for a verse. Uh, it relates more to uh, having confidence uh, in in what uh, Yahweh has promised for his people. If I can pull it up here. Right. Uh, okay. So, yeah. <clears throat> you know, Esau uh, was given a quote-unquote blessing from his father. Right. Uh, if you remember correctly, uh, he uh, it, he's was whining about it. What, what'd you, what'd you leave for me? And he's, Oh, well, uh, uh, this, but, and, and by the Genesis 27, 40, and by thy sword shall thou live and shalt serve thy brother. And it shall come to pass when thou shalt have the dominion that thou shalt break mm-hmm. his Jacob's yoke from off thy neck. Right. I contend this prophecy has been fulfilled since about, probably about 200 or so years ago when they took over the banking community primarily. And right. this basically uh, set them in charge of what we've seen in these last days here, these last hours. Uh, but I, I want to carry uh, one step further and encourage the people because that same quote-unquote blessing, you'll understand why I say quote-unquote, is in the book of Jubilees in chapter 26, 33 and 34. And it says, Behold, Apart from the dew of the land shall be your dwelling, and apart from the dew of heaven from above. Yes, and by your sword shall you live, you shall live, and you will serve your brother, and it will happen when you become great. I contend at the end of the age is when he's talking about. Right. And you will remove his yoke from your neck. 
that then you will surely sin completely unto death and your seed will be rooted out from under heaven. Oh boy. How about that for a promise and a blessing? And oh. it lines up, folks, with what uh, Obadiah, which you read earlier, right. uh, is uh, has promised. We right. win this, people. Right. Okay, Brother Rick, there's a problem there in the King James Version because it does not say away from. It says you you shall have the fruit of the land and the bounty of the land. Virtually other, every other translation has it as you just read it. Meaning away, your your king will be away from the fat of the land, away from the fruit of the land. How did, <laughs> how did the King James make that error unless the Masoretic, the Masoretes influenced the translators to put it that way? No, they, they, they were Jew worshippers, basically. Yeah, very good. The translators good. were Jew worshippers. Okay. And uh, like much of the Christian world is today. That's correct. That's correct. Okay, we have a, a little bit of time left because I want to bring up Genesis thirteen eighteen, a little out of place, but we'll bring it up again next week, which states, Then Abram removed his tent and came and dwelt in the plain of Mamre, which is in Hebron, and built there an altar unto Yahweh. Folks, I'm telling you right now, that altar has been discovered at Mamre in the city of Jerusalem by an archaeologist. The video is up on Eurofolk Radio. Check it out, okay? The Bible is true, and every Jew a liar. We're win- as, as you like to say, <laughs> brother, we win this thing, and we're getting closer and closer to that victory. Okay? That's right. Right. And so we haven't even scratched the surface of you know, separating away from uh, Isaac, the Ishmaelites, and the Keturians, and others who must be separated away from Isaac. Otherwise, they would interfere with his inheritance. What Abraham is told, that only his direct descendants, not relatives like Lot, not friends like the Edomites that he ran across, but only his direct descendants will count through through Isaac and Jacob, as the covenant people. Yeah, and Romans chapter nine brings that fact out. By by the way, okay, uh, it, it calls it calls all the other descendants, even of Abraham, just children of the flesh, and they're excluded. That's right. They can't be adopted. Yeah. So why are the churches trying to include what Yahweh Himself has said must be excluded? Explain me because they're of Satan. It's, it's that simple. They are right. Satan. They're, they're preaching the exact same message that the satanic message that you find revealed in the Genesis chapter three scenario. That's right. That's right. The two seed lines, folks. We preach the two seed lines here because it's true. Not it's, it's not an afterthought. It's the basis of understanding Scripture, just That's as right. the difference between Esau and Jacob. If you don't understand those two factors, those two distinctions, you will not understand Scripture. You will be glossing over the, some of the most important verses in Scripture, and you will be clueless. Thank you, Brother Rick. Thank you all for listening. Praise Yahweh. Pass the ammunition. Here's the music. See you all next time. Thank you, Rick. See you next Thank week. You. Take care. Bye-bye. Yes, sir.
Great show, Eli. Yeah, Very you're good. welcome. Are you able to take any uh, questions? Uh, hold on, I have to disengage from Eurofolk first. There's still people in the chat room there. And otherwise I'll forget to disengage from the broadcaster and I'll interfere with the upcoming show.